Hello and welcome to the Minimalist Moms Podcast. I'm Diane. And I'm Megan. Today we will be continuing our series, A Minimalist Home. We'll be discussing the space where most of us begin and end our day, the bathroom. We'll discuss what's in our bathrooms, nothing too TMI here, and how to give them a minimalist makeover. Before we jump into our conversation, I wanted to share a review from KMGreg311. I never really know who these people are. I wish they had put yeah, their real no, names so we could shout out to them. But uh, this person says, such a relatable podcast. I'm a listener of The Minimalist and was thrilled to find these ladies. For me, it's a true joy to be able to relate to minimalist women and moms rather than men. They are relatable and grounded. Keep up the good work. Well, I am honored to be listed within the same company as The Minimalist. I know, me too. I will take that any I day. So thank well. you so much for that. Well, I guess I'll share my minimalist moment of the week first. My minimalist moment was that I've been carrying around my planner with me. And honestly, whenever I get an idea of something that I have to do or, I don't know, just any random thought, I write it down at the beginning of the week. And then if I get 10 minutes, I look and see what I can get done within that space, what's on my list, and then I do it. Nice. So it has helped me be more productive and it's kind of weird carrying your planner from room to room, but I think if you just carry it with your phone, which I carry my phone room to room, then it's not so difficult to forget. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. What is your resource for the week? My resource is a book. It is Cozy Minimalist Home by Michael and Smith, a.k.a. The Nester. And... We are so excited to say that she has agreed to be on the podcast in a few weeks. So we are so excited to be talking to Michael Lynn. If you have seen her website or are familiar with her, she has a previous book called The Nesting Place. And I absolutely love her concept of it does not have to be perfect to be beautiful. And that has helped me so much along the way. But this book, Cozy Minimalist Home gives you a prescription like a six-step process for decorating any room and with the filter of it being cozy and minimalist which I think is not what everybody aims for but definitely what makes both of us really excited Mm -hmm. about a room because if it's too minimalist it might be cold and feel harsh and if it's too cozy meaning there's a ton of stuff in there. <laughs> it can feel overwhelming. Yeah. So combining the two, finding just the right balance is what this book helps you to do. And I'm super excited that we'll get to talk to her in a few weeks. Can't wait. All right. So for most of us, the bathroom tends to be the smallest room in our home, unless you're like me and it's comparable to your kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> but according to a you. CLA study. It's a study we've talked about in episode 48, but the average bathroom is only 57 square feet. And it's small, but it's a mighty workhouse since the average adult spends 30 minutes in the bathroom every day, and it can take up to two hours to get your entire family through the bathroom each day. So yeah, it's a very important space that we want to keep as minimal probably as possible to be as functional as possible for us. And as cluttered, decluttered as possible as well. Absolutely. So, um, just some other fun facts from the study. 88% of Americans divulge that they use electronic devices, including cell phones and computers, while in the bathroom. Do you do that? We said we weren't going to be too, too TMI on this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel 
not too TMI. Of course I do that. <laughs> I don't listen while I'm showering or like do no, that. Yeah. But I I have been known to watch something on YouTube while I curl my hair. I do that. I have podcasts playing while yeah. I do my hair and other things. <laughs> <laughs> And sometimes you just want to escape from your kids for a few minutes. Totally. So, I have done that. You you close the door. Yeah. You just stand in there and you're on your phone. I know the husbands do that, so I'm yes. going to do that too. There we go. So, And then another fun fact was that almost half of Americans surveyed, 47%, claim to clean their bathrooms at least once per week. So only half, less than half, clean their bathroom. Is that you? I actually clean it fairly regularly because it's so, so small. I can get it done fairly quickly. So I'm not deep scrubbing my bathtub every week, but I mean, I do that very regularly. Yeah. So we do, I do every other week. I clean all the bathrooms every other week. I should preface this by saying I have one bathroom. There you go. So it makes it not as hard. Yeah. Very true. Um, I was thinking that bathrooms usually remain free of sentimental items, so it kind of provides you with the freedom to declutter without guilt. I feel like so often we get stuck with, but this is from when I was little, or this was my mother's, and so I feel like this room might be the best to tackle first, because it might give you some pep in your step (laughs) 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 to declutter bigger areas in your home, so... Um, Before we get into some of the tips that we have for you today, I want to talk about what our bathrooms look like. So as I said, mine's really tiny and I can go into more details, but what what do yours look like, Mm -hmm. Megan? We have a master bath that has a shower and a jet tub that we never, ever use. Literally, it's never been used. And a... (laughs) So... Once we renovate that bathroom, because it's on the list, we haven't gotten to it yet, that tub will be coming out for sure. But I'm uh, shocked you don't use it. That would be the thing that I use all the time. But I'm a bath taker. Here's the thing. Yes. I, I'm i like a cat. I don't like to be wet. I oh, even okay. hate taking showers. Yeah. So I take showers as infrequently as possible. Okay. But yeah, so for me, if I'm going to just relax, and that's like laying on the couch with a book okay. versus... I get it. I can see how it can be relaxing, just not for me. Okay. But we have the shower, the tub, and the master, and a separate toilet room, as we call it. You know, it's literally just the toilet with the door. (laughs) And then the counter with double sinks. So it's a fairly large master. And then the kids share a bathroom that has double sinks as well. And there's a shower-tub combo Along with the toilet and that. Cool. And then you have one downstairs, did you mention? We that? have a powder room, okay. yes. Yeah. Like a... As in, like a first floor, just toilet sink. Yeah. Cool. And if you follow us on Instagram, you might see some of these spaces that we're discussing in this Minimalist Home series. Oh, yeah. We're trying to do tours. Yes. As we go through the different rooms. So, so. there's our shameless plug again. Check out our Insta our stories. Insta stories. <laughs> Yeah, so mine, honestly, you just walk through the door. My favorite part of the bathroom is that we have this standalone tub. It's not steel. I'm, I'm trying to think what it's called. What is it? It's, clawfoot tub? It's not a clawfoot, but it's... Cast iron? Cast iron. Mm. It's a cast iron tub, and I do take baths, and mm. it's one of the most enjoyable things that I do, usually during nap time. But, yeah, so we have that, and then straight ahead, as you're walking past it, is the toilet, and we have a... 
because we have very little space in there, we have one of those over the toilet shelving mm-hmm. units from Ikea. And then just like a little standalone sink. And above it, built in to the wall is a cabinet. Hmm. So very little space, but I kind of like that, as I said, because it's not a lot to clean. So yes, I don't really look forward to that one day when I have more bathroom space to clean. Because it's honestly, it does get so dirty because you're using it. Everyone's using it mm-hmm. every day, several times a day. Yes. So the areas in your bathroom, we have the above the sink, under the sink, the counters, the shelves, the tub, and the decor. And one of my biggest tips for you before I get into my little list of tips is just to put everything away when you're done using it and good habits and uh, keep the small spaces looking more put together. So I, as I said, these spaces are smaller than most rooms in the house and they just start to look like eyesores if we're not maintaining them. So I guess I'm just going to get into my little list of tips to declutter. So my first tip for you is to get rid of your products. I asked myself this, I guess, a few years ago when I first started going down my path of minimalism. Why do I have five half-open bottles of lotion? I just need to use one, stick to it, and then finish it. And if I'm not using them... I know a lot of us have like somehow picked up a lot of the Bath and Body Works. I don't know. I feel like oh I used gosh. to have a ton of those. Like, That's the bane of the '90s existence, yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> so you have all these half-open ones that you're now probably never going to use again. The same goes for hair products that you rarely or never use. You don't need three empty or half-empty tubs of toothpaste, and you only need one of them. So I'm thinking face wash, toothbrush, toothpaste, floss, and I think a great way to simplify would be to share products with your partner if you can. Absolutely. So. We share products across the whole family. Okay. So one thing we do to eliminate some of the cleaning time is that he said we have two bathrooms, but we only use the shower in the master. Okay. Because I didn't want to... Well, I should say when we moved in, the tub shower combo in the kids bathroom was broken oh so they just used our shower and then we have since had it fixed and guests use it but i didn't want to clean another space so Mm -hmm. i was just like sorry we're gonna keep showering this way and they were used to it so all of the shower products are in one bathroom and we share them all we have the same shampoo conditioner bar of soap and two razors is what we have mm-hmm. in there. My word, Marty gets so mad at me if I use my razor. Yeah, we, razor. we tried to share and that didn't go over no, so well. No. I just, we have so much more surface area. We can't help yeah. that we dull the blade. I mean, yeah. yeah. So you Especially kinda... when you're six feet tall, like I am. There you go. So, there you go. I think that this is hard. I'm thinking of other moms listening to this podcast right now and some of them have teenagers. So mm. I don't, are you going to continue that when they're teenagers I feel like they're not necessarily going to want to shower in your room or if they're getting ready for high school and they want to shower in the morning but you guys are getting ready for work I know you work from home but what does that look like in the future Uh, right yeah absolutely it'll evolve okay and we will take it as it comes and hopefully by the time that they're taking showers in the morning they're old enough to clean the bathroom themselves okay that's a good point so yeah I might transition that over to them Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, and then I just for littles, I know I have separate soap for Martin and Charlotte that's mm-hmm. fancier than mine. Not fancy in the sense that it's 
fancy. It's just organic, and I don't want to put mm. a bunch of chemicals on my kids. I don't care about myself. I was going to say, we use the same non-chemical stuff for the whole family, yeah, that's so that's you smart. can use what they use. I can. I can. It has, like, a bear on it, though. <laughs> so? Nobody else knows that. Yes, that's true. That's true. My main point in this first tip is to use it up or get rid of it, which I think was one of your mantras. Yeah, use it absolutely. Up. So we'll link to that one in the show notes as well. Uh, my second tip for you is to have an organization system. So as I said, behind my toilet, I have a big kind of, I guess it's just a storage unit. A couple shelves. A couple of sh- it's, yeah, but it's on legs. Mm-hmm. It kind of fits over Free your... Freestanding. Yeah, freestanding. Mm-hmm. But on there, I have a little bin for toilet paper. I have a little container for hair ties and Q-tips. I would just say organization. You want to get to these things typically pretty quickly to minimize your time in the bathroom. So when you can find something and you know where it is that's probably best. It's a good time saver. Mm -hmm. So I would invest in a system that allows you to stack items on top of each other. I've mentioned this before, but I just love utilizing all the space that you can, especially in small spaces. So you can get some little platform shelves at Ikea or Target and just stack maybe medicines or your mouthwash or whatever inside of cabinets or wherever you place stuff in your bathroom to get the most bang for your buck in regards to space. Now, what do you mean by platform shelves? So, I it's it's kind of like it one Okay, so I have my freestanding shelving unit behind my toilet. It's like that but on a smaller scale. So it's like the size of my computer and it's just like a shelf that can go so I can put stuff underneath and then it's oh, on I a platform. See. I see a sense? little platform you set in a cabinet yes. to give you more uh, layers. <laughs> yeah, you layers. So you have, yeah, I don't want to waste all the space up here gotcha. when I can be filling it with stuff and that way it doesn't have to go on my counter. It yes. can just go in the cabinet. I've done that with shoe boxes or even the plastic version of a shoe box. Okay. Where items I don't use as much are in those and stacked. Okay. Or... I have in mine currently one of those plastic drawers, like smaller version, but there's little drawers that you can pull out. So I have makeup in a drawer Mm -hmm. and... Okay. I know what you're talking about. That kind of thing. Yeah. I was going to say, what does your organization look like in your bathroom? Yeah. We have the things... I approach the bathroom organization very similar to what I do in the kitchen, Things that are on the counter are things that are used daily. Mm-hmm. Everything else is below or in the... Actually, things that are in the medicine cabinet are daily, usually. Mm-hmm. But anything else is below or harder to reach. You know, mm-hmm. you have to reach behind. But uh, I absolutely agree with you in that products can just multiply. And you don't realize how they happen because you try one... Maybe you don't like it, or maybe you use it for a little while, and then you forget about it. It just sits back there. So that's, I've gotten rid of a lot of things. I didn't even realize we're back there, um, just by periodically. I think you just every once in a while have to go through that cabinet under the sink. Mm-hmm. Um, the one culprit that I didn't even realize until recently, I went to use, a, I got a haircut, and so I wanted to use a different size curling iron, than I had been using, mm-hmm. and I went to take out my curling iron. I don't know how old this thing is. Mm-hmm. I probably literally had it in high school. <laughs> so, And I've been carrying it around yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. And I pulled it out, and it didn't even work. Oh. I was like, oh, I've, yeah, been, whole, I've storing been storing this, yeah. this thing. So that made me go through and look at all the appliances that I, you think, oh, 
even if I don't use it with this haircut, I might use it mm -hmm. in the future. There's different sizes of wands mm -hmm. and straightening irons, and there's all kinds of appliances, curlers, mm -hmm. like the literal curlers, not curling irons, mm -hmm. you know, those types of things that just can clutter up a space and you don't mm -hmm. even realize it. You think, oh, this is useful, so I'm not, I'm not going to get rid of it. But anyway, that was one of my big clutter issues that I got rid of recently. I think if we can look for more multifunctional, multi-use items as a straightening iron, you could use as a curling iron. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to save a little bit of space, and that goes in regards to products as well. Sometimes, like Dr. Bronner's, you can use it for shaving, for your face wash, and your like body wash. Right. So. I think another culprit is overbuying. So mm -hmm. if you belong to Costco or Sam's Club or one of those big box buy it in bulk stores, you tend to buy more than you need when it comes to products because they only come in huge tubs mm -hmm. <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. Well, because you think you're saving money and you are technically, but if you don't have the space for it, then you're just crowding and cluttering your under cabinet. So a lot of times, even though I can get it, Maybe for a cheaper price, I might save a dollar if I buy the package of three. I will just buy it at the regular grocery store and get the one that I need right then. And mm -hmm. then when that runs out, buy another one because that's another thing that can just lead to the congestion. And then we can't see what all we have. And how many times have you been like, oh, I, I, you run out of something, you go out and buy it and realize you had a package underneath. Yeah. I do that sometimes too. So that's a way to I see the that. argument for that. And I also see the other side too, because it is, if you are out of toothpaste, that's the worst to be out of toothpaste because then you have to run to the grocery I, I don't know if you're not going to the grocery store. So maybe, yeah, try and write yourself one. a note somewhere if you, if you have already purchased it. Right. I see both sides. Not that. the way, not to say you can't have one backup, yeah. but don't buy like a package of 10. Yeah, for sure. When one or two would suffice. Yeah, I think that's a good happy medium because I've seen, we have family members, we'll just say, <laughs> that do that. And they have a whole closet in their hallway dedicated to bars of soap, massive amounts of toilet paper. If the world ends, they are going to <laughs> they be are where to go. stocked <laughs> with toilet paper. So, yeah, you can overdo yeah. it. But you're right. There's a healthy balance. One thing that I do to kind of try to curb that is if something... I always have my phone in my back pocket. That's just where mm -hmm. it lives. And if we're out on my list app on my phone, I will pull it out right then. Like, I can't put this thing down out of my hand mm -hmm. until I put on my list app by toothpaste. Yeah. When you're not all the way out yet, but you're like, hey, it's about yes. time. Yep. That's yes. a great idea. It's a great idea. The next tip that I have is to, this is for people with little kids, but sort and toss the bath toys that are no longer played with and moldy. And I honestly feel like Charlotte and Martin mostly play with cups in the bathtub. Mm -hmm. I don't know how, what your kids played with. They do have a little turtle. We'll bring up some of their toys without holes in them. That's my biggest tip. Yes. Yeah. Why do toy companies make the toys that fill up with water, and then you can't get all uh -huh. the water out, and they mildew and mold. Yeah, and you have it's, to throw them away. Ugh, yes. Mm -hmm. So, yes, my, my kids, we started out with all those fun toys that we thought they needed mm -hmm. that were made for the bathtub, mm -hmm. and we ended up just having a set of measuring cups, mm -hmm. plastic set of measuring cups, and... 
I think that was it, actually. Yeah. Maybe a few other larger th- cups for them to pour water. Because that's what they want to do in the bath is yeah. they play with the water. And Sometimes I want Charlotte to take a 45-minute bath, and she will, but she'll just kind of use her imagination. We had a, a stack of those baby washcloths you get from every baby shower, and they would play with the cups and the washcloths, and they make little things. And yeah. Then yeah. it just all is easily stacked and dries out on its own. All right, another tip to keep the bathroom from becoming overwhelmed or overrun with stuff is to go minimal on decor. I wouldn't say that there's a ton of need to bring in a lot of extra items that you just end up having to move to dust. I would just save the money and decorate in more highly trafficked areas. I know we said that we spend a ton of time in the bathroom, but you're in there for a purpose. I mean, you're not observing the artwork while you're doing (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe you are. (laughs) You have your phone to look at. There we go. You don't need to look at the decor. So yeah, that would just be another one of my tips overall. Is your bathroom decorated? No. I should say that a public space bathroom is different than a private space bathroom. So okay. if mm-hmm. you have a powder room mm-hmm. that is in, is in your first floor or just a toilet sink combo mm-hmm. that guests use when they come over to your house for dinner, for example, that space I... Decorate. I would have something on the wall and have it nicer uh, than our private bathrooms, which are very utilitarian. And there's a lot going on in there. There's all the cabinets. There's the lighting. There's the mirror. There's towels. There's sometimes a shower curtain. So I feel like there's already a lot of decor in there. Mm-hmm. I don't feel a need to decorate it beyond that. Uh, I might in in. A bathroom before I have had one print say above the toilet yeah, or something, but I exactly, <laughs> but I don't generally decorate the bathroom. Yeah, and I would say for anyone that is frustrated with this advice in regards to decor, just take it out for a week and see how you feel. And mm-hmm. if you don't like it, then bring it back in. But I honestly think that you'll feel. I don't know, not more at peace, but I don't think you're going to miss it. And it is like, I'm just thinking about, I used to clean houses in college and I was cleaning very large houses and they would always have all this stuff around their bathtubs that I'd have to like pick up and individually. And I'm like, do they even care about this? I don't know. Does it bring them that much aesthetically pleasing joy? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe I'm wrong, but I would just try it out. And I think it probably does get tricky if you have a theme for your child's bathroom. You want those duckies on the wall. I don't know. Like, right. It's hard. I do see a difference between having those decorative vignettes mm-hmm. and versus, like, a print on the wall is not uh-huh. going to be a big yeah. deal. But if you have, like you were saying, if you have the special soaps that you don't really intend to use, mm-hmm. but you have a tray and the soap and pretty vase with something in it. I don't know. Having those, yes, something that you have to dust and clean on top of everything else Mm -hmm. in the bathroom that you legit have to clean because it's, you know. Yeah, I know some people had, like, jars of marbles (laughs) in their bathroom. Oh, wow. Just as decoration. But again, like, everyone's minimalism looks different. I say if it genuinely brings you joy to have a vase with marbles in it and you like it, you like where it is and you don't mind dusting it, go for it. You be, you do you. Mm -hmm. But in general, it, 
for me, it makes me annoyed and anxious when I have to dust extra things. Mm-hmm. I don't even like dusting around... <laughs> I don't even like dusting the tub we don't use. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that annoys me. Mm-hmm. So the I understand completely what you're saying. I growing up, my mom had a large tub that she put all this decorative mm-hmm. decorative stuff around, and it was my job to dust it. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why I feel that way about mm-hmm. it. But absolutely, like saving yourself some time, effort, and energy, and not having just decor for decor's sake Mm -hmm. in your bathroom totally makes sense to me yeah i would just say give it a week a trial run see what you think yeah if not quiet the space as they say take it out evaluate how you feel and if you don't miss it then don't put it back and when in doubt just decorate with plants there you go yeah going along with some of the bath toys i think there are other things that can take up space in our bathrooms for our children potty seats or like a little potty next to the toilet and the other thing that I think can take up space which is taking up space in my bathroom right now is a stool for Charlotte to stand on but Mm -hmm. I mean it's just necessary it's a season it's not always going to be in there but what do you think about that yes we have had stools in our bathroom for the kids because when we moved in the sink was too high and they couldn't even reach it to do their own thing so Whatever gives them more independence, we were all for. So we had stools in there. But as they've grown, we've been able to remove them. Yeah, it was really only two or three years. So it might be annoying and feel like a lot at first or while it's going on. But just make sure to remove the things as they grow out of them. Mm Because that's where, as we were talking with products, you stop using something and then you just they just kind of hang around. So... I actually dug out a potty seat. My kids have not been potty training for like four or five years now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just found one in the back of a cabinet. So I feel like I remember you saying that. On yeah. like one of our very early episodes. Yeah. I you tossed it. So getting rid of them when it's developmentally appropriate is something for some reason that we don't think of and that's hard mm-hmm. and it just adds to the clutter. Yeah. The only other thing I feel like we haven't discussed are towels. Mm. Washcloths, towels, anything that you would use. Linens. I know people have linen closets. Mm-hmm. I do not. So I do have four towels total. The kids just use our towels. They don't have little kid towels. And my robe gets hung on the door. And then I have two towels up on that shelf that I roll. Mm-hmm. And then I have two hanging up. We have <laughs> all of our towels hanging up at all times with hooks uh, that we actually, I should say, extra bars that we put up in okay. the bathroom. So the bathroom typically only has one if you're lucky enough to have a bar. Mm-hmm. So we installed multiple bars okay. so that all five towels you know would have towels a place. Yeah, yeah, so they're always there. So we don't have, we have a few extra towels for guests that are in the kids' bathroom under the sink, but for the most part, what we use is hung up the mm-hmm. whole time. Having a linen closet is often a reason for people to overstock mm-hmm. towels. Um, we do have a linen closet that we keep a few things of extra bedding uh, and all of our medicines. It has a really high shelf, so we put okay. the medicines up there. Um, but yes, that is definitely can be a big clutter catcher clutter zone is having that there. And what it really takes is just 
making sure one in, one out, if you buy something new, take out the old thing, and evaluating and asking yourself, how many guests do I really have? Because a lot of time we're like, oh, well, we have guests over. We're going to keep six extra pillows and four duvets and all, you know, if you count what's in there, oftentimes it's crazy and unnecessary. You're not going to be housing 12 refugees usually. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And if you do, then you can just call your neighbors and have them bring over their extra things. So that is definitely uh, a big issue for a lot of people (laughs) is the extra linen closet that has a ridiculous amount of supplies for this, these supposed guests that we think that we're going to house. When we went through that, when I went through that practice myself, when I was cleaning out the linen closet, I realized, you know what? We have my brother-in-law stay over every once in a while. Mm -hmm. And that's really all who stays overnight Mm -hmm. regularly. There is very, it's very rare that we have overnight guests in general. So all the extra bedding was really unnecessary for us. We kept a few blankets and a, one extra sheet set so that if we needed to have a couple or, you know, to house my brother-in-law, we could do that. Otherwise, we just got rid of everything else. B-Y-O-L, bring your own linen. Oh. Yeah. Bring your own towel, B-Y-O-T. <laughs> so we're like a campsite now. <laughs> <laughs> B-Y-O-T, mom. <laughs> I probably would do that. Uh, Turkish towels, which we mentioned on one of our earliest podcasts, those Mm -hmm. are helpful too. You can condense the amount of towels that you have because they are really, they soak up a lot of water. They dry really fast. So they're pretty. Yeah. And they're very pretty. So shameless plug for Turkish towels. Check out the Bali market. I think that's where we found some that were We'll put the coupon code that still works because I just used it the other day. Great. Yes. We'll put that in our show notes. Great. Well, do you have any more tips for the bathroom? I'm sure there are things that we miss, so we definitely want to have this conversation continue online. So we invite you to visit our website at minimalistmomspodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at minimalistmomspodcast. If you'd like to receive our show notes via email, text the word minimalist to 444-999. Thank you for joining up on this journey. We wish you a lovely week as you think more and do with less. Today we'll be continuing our series, A A Minimalist Home. (laughs) I just should never be allowed to leave these. Okay. Today we'll be discussing the space where most of us begin and end our day. The bathroom. The bathroom. (laughs) You were so excited about the bathroom. The bathroom. (laughs) Uh.